go to thecognitiverampage.com. Feel free to contribute, donate, keep fueling the change, whatever it is that you guys can do to help continue to allow this to happen. None of this would happen without you and your love and your support and, of course, your contributions. Love you. The Cognitive Rampage, a scientific approach to self-discovery, change, and life optimization, is now available on Amazon. What I do in the book is I fuse the latest research from the cognitive, behavioral, social, environmental, and biological sciences. It's not just motivational fluff and wordplay. Now, I do talk about my own story, so there's some kind of inspiration in there. But I'm not just spinning words and hyping you up with motivational fluff. Whether you need a life change, simply enjoy self-exploration and optimization, want to discover new hidden passions, or reduce the life-altering effects of toil, anxiety, depression, all of those issues, this book is for you. This book is not a cookie-cutter method of steps to follow. You'll customize the scientific framework with your own personal beliefs to build your authentic change. That way you assimilate it faster and quicker. It's not just copying my beliefs and telling you step one, step two. These will come from your beliefs as how you extend and build the foundation upon this framework. You'll use this framework throughout your whole life, through every change, and through every age. These are not empty words of motivational spin. This book is an experience. The Cognitive Rampage is based in science and is built from your beliefs. It's a path to help you unleash your desired change. You can apply this method on your own with no harmful side effects. Welcome to Cognitive Rampage Podcast. We are live, brother. Hey, what's going on? Good to see you, man. My uh, Everyone listening, my, uh, my friend Marwan Ramsey stopping by. Hey, man, it's good to be here. Yeah. I think it's cool that you just come by. We we got a book. I knew you were coming a couple of days ahead of time to chat and share. And uh, I think maybe like a year ago, we attempted a podcast after a very long evening of yeah. Uh, intoxication. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was uh, an interesting night. But uh, this one, it's just me and you, man, hanging. And uh, I, I, how the fuck you been? I'd love to set it up to where we're already pretty much live when you get here because we haven't talked in I don't know how long. No, so you know nothing. Yeah, nothing. Well, actually, I've been going to schools, dealing with kids. That's what I've been focused on right now. Really? Education. Talk to me. Well, I mean, opportunity is a problem we have in these schools. Yeah. Uh, technology, again, tablets, so kids could learn math, Right. you know, work in groups. You know, the goal would obviously be to have one per kid, yeah. but even 10 for a classroom, they're cycling through. Yeah. You could deal with 400 kids through 10 tablets. Yeah. For 80 bucks. So it's you're going into <laughs> schools trying to get them funding, trying to get technology linked yeah, to well, them. Well, I I just do it by myself. You know, I just I get 5. Yeah. I take it to a school. Yeah. And I drop it off. Oh man, that's cool. So you I'd get one. A gorilla. That don't I, you know what I mean? Why I got to wait for yeah. you know, I'm not asking people for anything. If you want to know how to do it and you want to drop in, cool. But I just basically, if I can get one, I give one. That's how it starts. But see, I love it. That is straight up guerrilla marketing. Put it out there. Here's what we're doing. Do it yourself. And if people did that, why wait for the nonprofit, the organization, the approval? They'll just walk into the school. I don't think the school's going to deny you. You wait to go through the county. Who knows if they even get it six months till they get it. You walk into school and hand it to them. Right. I mean, other, I mean, look at like Puerto Rico. 
they have things and you have to wait for it to go to the top and then it goes here and then they give it to this person and it gets here. But if you change it, it got to go back. Yeah. But if I'm a private citizen and I have 10 generators and you let me into the country, I just hand out 10 generators and I go home. Yeah. Uh, that's really how it comes down to. Same. Oh, that's neat, man. So you've been walking into schools trying to get them updated. What schools have you been focusing on? Any age group or any school? Well, I mean, I start with Highland Elementary. Yeah. And so that's what I've been focused on right now. Yeah. You know, how long have you been doing? Just a little bit. I mean, only like a couple months. Oh, that's cool. So you just, I didn't know you were yeah. doing that. Well, listen, you know, I'm just, I'm random. You know, <laughs> even when, before I booked this, I yeah. didn't know what we were going to talk about. Yeah. I had no set idea. Yeah. We're just chatting. You know, I haven't just, seen you. Yeah, like I didn't know where it was going to start. I just picked that one. Yeah. Well, if it's something new, man, I mean, I I think I shared a video today. It was a guy. Um, he just started getting donations for his suits, and he was going down to choice areas of uh, New York and would literally just hand out suits to young gentlemen, young guys who uh, may have been looked at as a gangster or something, but trying to just, hey, man, here's a suit, kind of helping him with applications. And he started small. I think it's called 100 Suits. Okay. And uh, then people started donating more, and he's out there right in the trenches, just walking up, handing people the suit as opposed to donating it to a nonprofit, letting a nonprofit determine who gets what, how many they get, and, and deciphering that. It's really just taking care of your proximity. Why, why Highland? Uh, why Lake Highland? Well, I knew somebody, uh, one of the teachers. Yeah. Uh, so I saw it on Facebook. Just one day, random, they posted a donation for another teacher. Yeah, I never and it was uh, donorschoose.org is a teacher funding. Yeah. And I just clicked the link and I was looking at it and I was just like, oh, so how do you get them? Are you finding them from people, you know, or asking for? Them? Well, na- well, now I figured out when I go on there it has all these schools, you can just search your area. You can search a name teacher. It depends. And then um, I look at what they need. Oh, that's cool. Man. I mean, like our teachers want easels packs of markers you know it's not chairs headphones for you know spanish speaking whatever different languages learning you know i mean it's just all these random things that they ask for yeah that they don't get yeah that that should be funded easily right and we we cut education first what's the website again so if anybody listening they can go donorschoose.org i think is the i like that yeah, I like the idea. So it's literally say, don't just give us money or donate to Orange County schools. It's here's the p- specific schools, specific teachers. Yeah, the teacher. Yeah, the teachers ask for what they want, and I mean, they go. I went to the website and I looked how you do it, and they help the teachers set up the. They submit a project, and then they go through, find out the price of everything. They list it on the website. You get to see it when you are clicking on the project. Yeah, and then you know, do it from there. Well, I got the idea. Well. I knew how to find these things. So they're asking for Amazon Fire. So I just went to Amazon. Oh, so you're bridging the gap. So you're going right to who's asking for what? Oh, man, cool as shit. So you're not actually going to people to donate their old stuff or anything. You're going kind of consulting between the co- the company of the product they're asking for. Yeah, so I just moved straight to Amazon. You want Fire? So... Let's get fires. It's brilliant, man. I love it. And, uh, of course, a lot of these large companies will oblige something like that. Well, yeah. Well, the funny thing is I haven't even dealt with them on that level. I just do it on my own. I just figure out how to get whatever amount. Oh, you're just buying it yourself? Yep. Oh, man, that's cool as shit. Or getting funds other ways, but just doing it myself. 
Oh, that's cool, man. And why the draw here? Why the draw to bring technology to uh, those lacking or to the teachers? Why that draw? Well, technology is separating everybody. Mm-hmm. If the world is good, look, they're trying to do Bitcoin, mm-hmm. all these alternative coins. Well, if you don't have a computer, what does Bitcoin mean to you? Nothing. Nothing. You know, if they don't give these kids textbooks, it's on a, you know. Yeah. So if we take technology from them, what opportunity do they really have? Yeah, it's true. And especially as they advance as 10 years, 15, 20 years from now, how much influential will things like Litecoin and uh, Ethereum be? Right. Whether whether you agree here, there, bubble, blow, I don't know. Yeah. But it'll be here in some form. Digital money. They want cash out your pocket. Everybody's on plastic. I think the I think large companies are good for it too because another country it's not a government backed security which I think a lot of corporations are interested in, you know the rise and fall of political choices seems rather nice for big corporations. Hey, this this is like the rebellion yeah. against the man. It they is. figured it out. I think I mean for real. If you wanted to say, hey, how else would you do it? It'd be no longer you and the using the standard currency set by that government. No. All right. So the control, true. the power shift has moved. You're gonna get fucking killed, my one. no but it's true right that if you really do you can take on the machine guns you can take on the front lines and protest if you want to get tear gassed and all this other stuff or you can actually really do something a little more than that and i think changing the currency is is rather i wouldn't say not anarchist because it's controlled but at least libertarian approach to say hey this is our community our, our money i mean look at the mad scramble to regulate not regulate Mm-hmm. Is this money? We don't recognize it as money. Yeah. Well, the internet now regulating with net neutrality now. I mean, eliminating it. Yeah. It's well. It's my thing is I don't know what will happen when any of these things happen, but I just know even when it's good, it can go bad very quickly. Yeah, it's true. I mean, the housing market did it in what oh seven oh eight. Like, how are we stopping the top one percent from controlling? And that's basically what it comes down to you. It would be taking the money away. That, yeah. that, that would be approach to do that and rather do it by force or by bank or by digit. I mean, eliminating value or at least bringing something that we can contend with a value that we have access to just as much as they do. Yeah. Well, exactly. Well, see, this is why I didn't plan talking to you because I just knew it just going all types of directions <laughs> like a tree. Because now I'm about to bring up, look at Disney World. Yeah. Look at their purchase. Uh-huh. Look at that movie theater. Yeah. Look what you own. Yeah. They own everything. Everything here. This is Mouse Town. They own it. At like they're about to turn comics into unreal. What are they doing? Know? They're building something else now? Well, no. When you buy Fox and you bring in oh, everything yeah. else, you yeah. know, when you start looking at the top 1% and look what they own. I'm waiting on Disney to do a full on internet search engine. I mean, I mean, well, I mean, they do want their own Netflix. Right. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> shit. And now they own majority of Hulu. Oh man. They own ABC. They own Fox. That's two thirds of Hulu. So they own Hulu. Fuck. I did not know the mouse was that entrenched. <laughs> Holy shit. The mouse is powerful. The ESPN. Yeah. They own everything in Fox, but Fox Sports and Fox News. Yeah, I wouldn't want to own Fox News. <laughs> they were like, look, we'll take it all <laughs> except this shit. You're not handing me this lawsuit. Yeah, <laughs> You'd buy Fox News, you'd have like 400 fucking lawsuits <laughs> in a week. 
That's funny. I purchased Fox, but said, leave this bullshit out. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll applaud you for that, Disney. That's a good choice. <laughs> hey, hey, more power to him. I'm not mad. I'm watching movies. Yeah. So, hey. And Netflix, too, and Hulu. Jesus, it'll be Google, Disney, with a couple other companies, man. Yeah, we'll we'll be we'll be eating Disney tacos or Google tacos. Everything will be <laughs> one yeah. of the four. Look, we're living in a stadium style lifestyle. Every, so people at the bottom, and it just stacks up, and everybody's pointing down, telling the people at the bottom they're bad while they're eating the good food. Yeah, that's that's what we live in. Uh, I dig it. I agree. We do because the the better the seat, the better the food, the better the view. Right? That's like box seats at the uh, football game on Saturday or Sunday. You've got the AC, direct bathroom. You're not amongst the peasants down there yeah. in the plastic seats and and plastic beer cups. Oh yeah, no. We we rather give the Marlins a fun city funded stadium and they sell off everybody. Yeah, yeah. What a but, game. It, but, that but, is the game, really. It's the right. trading of people and the winning of championships and sponsorships and new stadiums. That's the actual game that's happening. And you can save a kid with a tablet for 80 bucks. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Somebody so-and-so signs for $300 million. Oh, man, can you believe it? Second highest paid quarterback. And how much is those iPads for the... And a lot of a lot of players do some nice things, man. Well, well you know what? The problem I have with that is... I'm not mad at the athletes. Yeah. The owners have money. It's true. See, you, what, would you walk into Walmart and yell at the employees for their salary? No. No. That's Walmart's business. So why do we yeah. yell at athletes? Because owners have enough money to pay them $300 million and not be mad. <laughs> right. And and renegotiate something. Yeah. Because true. like you said, these players do go into communities. They do do things. Mm-hmm. They come from these communities. Yep. That's <laughs> and, true. And they try to change it. Yeah, they do try to help, man. At least they're bringing some of that big dollar to it. But really, when you do question, I think I can't remember the comedian where he talks about rich and wealthy. And he talks about an athlete who signs a big multi-million dollar contract. It's like rich guy who writes his pay paycheck, wealthy. He's got 13 on the payroll writing that check to 13 other people. It's like that's the difference between rich and wealthy. Oh, you're right. It's not about the flash. Mm-mm. Look at Warren Buffett. No, oh, yeah, he still he still has original house. Yeah, you can't get out of touch, man. Money puts people out of touch if you let it. You really do. Sometimes when I meet some people that have been around money their whole life, or they're older, and I mean real like wealthy money, you you talk and you want to like knock. Are, hello, are you home up there? Can we connect on any level right now in, in, in our conversation? They look at you as almost as days plastic look like, yes, we are talking and great. We've done well. Our business is then our da da da. You're like, wow, man, you're, you're not even home anymore. <laughs> no, because that's all that's important. Yeah. That's how you're judged. That's how they look at you. That's why I say the stadium style. You yeah. know, just look, looking at you like it's a football stadium. You don't want to be on the football field of life. That's why it's always, I always kind of chuckle, if you will. I know you've heard before that we're, we're the, we're the sum average of the five people that we hang out with and cut the dead weight. And you should hang out with people more successful than you, these cliches. And I thought about what about those successful people you're hanging out with? Um, if they abide by that rule, why would they let you hang out with them? 
<laughs> and if you're supposed to cut the dead weight and hang out with people, well, then how did they get that risk to allow you to hang out with them if they were smart enough to follow your rule by only hanging out with people more successful than them? You're right. You see what I'm yeah, saying? No, I totally agree. <laughs> and then I love when they cut the dead weight and they're like, wait, what kind of fucking friend am I? See, well, that's how I judge. See, when you put it like that, you're like, well, why do you want me? Well, you know, we start putting these rules. I'm like, we'll start questioning why I'm in the group. Yeah. So you got to step back. You do. And I'm like, fuck. Well, what if I get on hard times? You're going to be like, hey, bro, you've been dead weight in 2017. <laughs> in 2018, I got to cut you. It's a rule of turning my life. I'm cutting the dead weight of my friends that don't add to my life and take away. And frankly, man, you've been depressed, Marwan, for a couple months. So we can't be friends coming in. <laughs> You know what I mean? If you follow this cliche New Year's shit, man, you're like, you won't have any friends. Ain't nobody coming to the park. You're just hanging the fuck out. And you're like, damn, I had to cut all the dead weight this year. And no one's gone. Yeah, no. See, that's that's the problem. We we have to have rules. But you got to know when to enact them and when to forget them. Like, that's what you do. Like, you're like, nobody's going to steal money from me. And when you, if I loan you money, you got to pay me back. You got family that took forever, may never did, or friends. You didn't care. You were like, ah, and then you, you, you know, one point we're like, hey, let me borrow some money. So we're like, yeah, you forget. You're like, fuck. Yeah. I didn't get him back with that 20. And then you're like, you know, this bitch borrowed a hundred dollars from me. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, man. Like you ain't ever forgot some shit. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, who cares? <laughs> if you're going to, if you're going to hang out with people, just do the tab the way you've always been doing it. Yeah. If you, if look, if you ever loan money, it just assume you ain't never seen that shit again. That, that's the best advice ever. Yeah, don't give what you can't lose anyway. And but if you're if you're fucking loaning, just be like, I'm never gonna see that again whatsoever. It's like it's like shirts, you know, clothes. Yeah. It's like, hey man, we borrowed a t shirt. Never getting yeah. that t shirt back. It's hell. It's gone. It is. I would agree. I find that's not so true with underwear though. And, no. <laughs> okay. I don't know if anyone's borrowing my underwear though. They probably wouldn't give it back. I should probably even. know that, right? Yeah. Okay. But Hey, in this day and age, you never know. <laughs> so what are you doing now? Other than saving kid, we got to come up with a superhero name. Some tech, no, techie I'm far, far from a superhero. It always starts small, man. It starts yeah. small. Look, if anybody listens to this, gets inspired, goes to that website, man, and goes, man, I can choose. Because it's funny, dude. Look, I, I don't know how much I probably, I don't know how much I blow on sunflower seeds or pumpkin seeds because it tends to be something to keep my mouth busy and I like the salt, but. Even if it's something that small, it adds up to the four sets of headphones that they need for the classroom. You know, it becomes the Starbucks coffee you don't get, you know, every other day or right. something. It's small stuff. And for the teachers, man, their salary strap is fuck. You know, especially in Florida, it's hard to fucking get anything on, I don't know, was it 16 cents a day they pay teachers now? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, if we were going to do, we'd go and we'd have to destroy the school system to make it work. Yeah. But that's the problem. I mean, what, right. What do you do? Cause for me, I'm like, you see these charter schools that break out and start doing some of their own shit. You know, there was, uh, I don't know, leave it on name, but one down in Naples, it was like fucking 60 grand for like a year. It was insane. Uh, but they allow the children to study what they like and whatever they find interest in, they then build that. I think they speak of it as kind of like the Marzano plan that they do at Orange County. Okay. Uh, but it's a version of that. But whatever they find interest in, they provide that schedule. and the, the child picks their schedule. And so they study what they're interested in and they provide resources to then perfect what is drawn to them. Not get the core, get the electives. We're, we've cut music anyway. So music's gone. Sports are almost gone. 
uh, you know, so there's schools that try to change, but fuck, I didn't have $60,000 a year to send my daughter there. You know, I I don't either. It's off to the public school with you. You know, you're right. Like my four year old, I'm like 2019, you you go. (laughs) Yeah. And you do you sometimes there's when she transferred from middle school to high school or even uh, one school to another one. When uh, we moved down to Marco, it was kind of like I really felt like I was going, OK, I'm dropping you off. I know it's a different prison. You know, there's different inmates here that you haven't met yet. No <laughs> one you grew up with. And uh, welcome. This is uh, your new prison here for these hours of the day. It's, it really felt like that, man. And. Holy kids at preschool cry dropping them off right oh there has to be a healthy attachment separate i don't know i don't know it's so weird man when you contemplate like i don't know if i was would you take the four-year-old or the four-day-old calf away from the or pup away from the little wolf and be like nah you have to be over here for at least nine hours looking for your mom all fucking day getting traumatized like a motherfucker getting beat up by other wolves around you don't know anybody then after that mom shows up like hey Hey, how you been? She's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Over and over at that age, right? It's weird to think about. I know, but it's but like you said, it's like my four-year-old, you know, she's my little girl. I'm like, I don't want to let her go. Yeah. Like if I could have all the money in the world, I'd just train her at home, get her like teachers, you know, like I know eventually I'd have to let her go because she'd get older. But like right now, I wouldn't. Yeah. No. Not but see, and they want you to fight that natural draw to raise, parent, teach, and educate your own child and go, wait a minute. No, remove them from your care site, eyes, teaching, and education, and put them into a system that will thus process them and typically may even have uniforms to match them all at the same time. Yeah, well, look, the beauty of technology is I'll make a system and find people that think like me and we'll make a group. The online school shit has been a, a big transition yeah. there. There's a lot of students that have transferred over to the online school system. Well, look, if I want to teach my kids about space, why can't we just go to Canaveral? Perfect. See, you know, like it's yeah. easier. Like when you cut the red tape, the more red tape we have, the harder it gets. Yeah. You're asking people for money. You're like, can I do this? If you teach your kid homeschool, they do what they want and you say, hey, let's go here. Yeah, go learn it. Go and go get involved with it, right? Then yeah, touch it, it almost our system now seems so lazy, almost right. Like here, you teach them. Well, <laughs> <laughs> right, and you you can hear. I can hear two arguments already. All right, you're not going to put them in school. They're not going to know how to socialize and deal with problems and deal without you. You're going to have a spoiled brat your whole life attached to you, right? That's the, that's one argument you know that you're going to get, especially when it's well, I'll teach them and raise them. But I don't know there's some kind of research out there too about uh, you. you and there's all kinds of programs too. Let you still go play sports and be involved. You can do all that. Well, the, well, the dream would be that more people would think about taking their kids out of the school system. I mean, how much would it cost for a group of us to pay for? I mean, how many friends do you know with? Like maybe ten kids you group and you say, "Hey, we'll pay some professional teach them for." Are you fucking talking about co-op teaching? <laughs> That's fucking kind of a cool idea. Somebody's I, not doing this already. I, well, I mean, as a community, why not? Yeah. I mean, you could start. We'll just use Okoye as an example. Why don't you just own your city then? Yeah. Forget everything else. Just master that. Yeah. If fi- yeah, if five fucking parents, ten parents had you know ten kids, and you paid for let's say a teacher's making what thirty eight thousand dollars a year here, you take an all core, well educated, maybe PhD teacher in a certain you know maybe even two attack. I mean, what would you pay for that? I, listen, I have no idea. Listen, if I had if somebody is a professional in medicine, 
Yeah. How much would it cost me to rent their time for 30 minutes? I don't know. And teach the fucking class that way as opposed it, to some textbook well, process of memorizing. You know, like they'll have a, you could have a main teacher, but like when you learn business or whatever these things are, why don't you have somebody that does it? Talk to them. I mean, cause you have, now you have more control. That's, I mean, that Whoa. goes back to control. Eliminate the education system, but make educational routes within every job title, right? So imagine if you, you have some sort of, they have the internship idea, but do it from a young age. Imagine if some youngsters, I mean, look at the ones that start playing golf at, at six months old. I know it's not possible, yeah. but I'm just saying the ones that start early at young age, they become prodigies at this shit. I mean, imagine taking a, a the seven-year-old and from the beginning uh, putting them in something like the stock market you know what where, where do they get to by the time you know look the sad thing and the great thing about our children are they're just a blank canvas yeah like when your kid is born i could teach my daughter russian put her in front of somebody she learns russian she could be fluent i don't know russian i don't know anything yeah she can you know that's that's the beauty of being young if i get to expose them to whatever they can You'll figure out what they're good at, and they grab onto it. Yeah, like you said, you'll you'll figure out if it's arts. You're like, okay, they want to be on a mic. Yeah, they, they like acting. They're a model. Instead, we're not. We're steered to here's your core: learn your math, English, and you know, process this and take a little electives, test it. Wait till you get to college, and you're spending debt to figure out what you like to do. I mean, that's. I mean, fuck. I mean, change the entire way. I think you educate is that way is allow the kid to to determine. Well, I mean, at this rate, we some parents freaking out right now. Going, are you kidding? My my kid would fucking major no, we, we, well, in explosives. We ha- well, we, well, we have to ex- uh, expose the kids to a basic level of learning. Yeah, but it comes to a point where you know they're an arts kid or they're a tech kid. Yeah, they're they're you know math or English kid. What they're you, flocking to? You know what they go to? Yeah, I just say nurture it younger. Yeah, almost like a almost like colleges. You nurture it younger. Focus on it. Teach yeah. them as they get old out of the basic. Red shirt them. Right. They just start <laughs> veering them into what they're good at. But at yeah. the same time, they have to learn the other side. Like if you're a tech person, you're not going to graduate without learning some art, being exposed. You, you need to know the salt. You need to balance your life. Life can't be, you know, you, you need to be in the middle as close to the middle as possible. Yeah. It can't just be like Facebook algorithms, but what you like only surrounds you. So your news feed is only feeding you the shit that you believe and follow. So, yeah, if you get in school, you can't be like, look, I'm into art. So that's all I do. Right. You want to be balanced in life. Yeah. You know, it makes great art, too. I mean, when you learn more and you you understand other theories and, you know, engineering as you apply that to, to your artwork. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, you don't need to know everything. But it's just nice to when somebody says something, you just don't know anything, you, you know, let's, like I don't go to book clubs and, and start discussing the hottest book out. I'm not reading most of them. Yeah. So why would I put myself in that situation? So if people would talk about it, I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I have no shame yeah. and learn. See, that's the beauty. It's a new experience. I learned something. Yeah. I like the hands on idea, man. Imagine if there were like tracks instead of fourth, fifth, sixth grade, right? There's after arithmetic, the basics are learned, right? My, my friend Mike the Messenger has come on. He's, he works in schools and stuff a lot. And, uh, you know, he talks about the first part is, you know, learning how to learn, which is reading, writing, something like that. So once you get the basics down, is setting up tracks. I mean, you know, I've, even some side work that I've done before in my life along the way, I thought, 
you know, if you asked me when I was 17 that this job existed, I'd have been like, I don't fucking know that. There's all kinds of weird jobs that you don't think about that people wind up in. And imagine if you had a track for all those odd jobs plus the regular jobs that started like, you know, sixth grade, seventh grade, where you kind of went, all right. And then you really went to the business. Everyone knows, man, your degree doesn't mean shit. You've got 10 years experience. I'm going to hire you. You know, right. so imagine tracking them at six, seven, and they're following, you know, the finance into this business. So they're following something else all the way from, man, I like well, that shit. Well, well, we as parents do that. That's what we do. Yeah. We we gear our kids to what we know they're good at. Of course, there's a parents like sports are the ones that parents will just put their kid in any sport. They think they're great. Like you always know, like the sometimes now I haven't been there in a while, but back in the day, you was most of the time the, the loudest ones. Usually, the kid wasn't that good all the time. Yeah, the parents yelling and shit, and you're like, hey, kids are not that good. yeah, no, no. The, the, the good yeah. ones, they you know, the kids already doing it. Everybody's clapping. You don't really need to yell out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you're a parent, you're upset and you're screaming at the shit every fucking uh, weekend or something like that. Maybe it's your well, ass. Well, well, nowadays it's different because we live in the social media world and everybody wants this likes. And well, the shares. scholarship chase though too. Yeah. It, oh man, the money's yeah it's out there. That makes the parents insane, bro. It does. God. It, it only listen. My kids aren't big in sports. And I'm huge in sports, and they want nothing to do with it. And it's pretty fine with me. Yeah, it's a, I enjoy it's it. It's okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. When when my daughter said this year she wasn't going to play her senior year, and she was good, you know, she, yeah. she if she wanted to and focused on it. And uh, I think I heard AJ Hawk say it uh, on his podcast, where he's like, "Look, if they have it and they go to that level, you don't have to drive it home." He's like, I was waking my dad up at 5 a.m. going, can we go to the batting cage? You know, kid, I'll, don't worry, I'll go myself. Right? He was, there wasn't any get out of bed, you got to eat right, run harder, work out more. There was, this didn't happen. The one that, the, that go, they just do that anyway. Well, uh, listen, all the things I did in baseball, I didn't go to no gym. Like you said, we didn't have no regimen. Yeah. Like we're eating hot dogs and hamburgers at the concession stands and just loading <laughs> up on Coke. But yeah. Coke, Coca-Cola, you know, we were kids. You're in Model One, <laughs> eight years old. Yeah, yeah. You know that's what we were doing. Yeah. Like we weren't taught, you know, sit ups unless you wanted to. Like you know, you always knew the fit kids. So, you know, yeah. who cares? Yeah, that's true. We had maybe a stretch routine prior and throw the ball around a little yeah, bit. Like, and it was, it was my job was just I was scrawny and fast and catch the ball. That was my job. That's it. Get <laughs> on base, run around, score runs. Yeah. Let everybody else do the home runs and all that good stuff. Yeah, you're you were more jeter, if anything. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he's good. He's gonna hit it. Yeah, 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 sure. All right, home run. (laughs) No, no, I think I hit actually. Like I meant, I said, all right, man on base, base up. Then it's like, all right, next, let's go home run. (laughs) Basically, that's it. My job was to steal. That was it. Yeah, remember that. Yeah, Yeah. you're always for those referencing. We played little league together back in the day, and so we have jumped forward and skipped, uh, so as we may be talking quickly, going, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. Uh, we used to play Little League back in the day, but I was I was finishing the point, is after yeah. she told me she wasn't going to play her senior year, there was part of me like, thank God, because, I mean, this girl, I knew I had a regimen in high school, and then college had one pretty serious, but I'm watching this poor thing, you know, travel every other weekend to other states and shit to play, you know, two heavy tournament days while she's doing reports and studying late night. I mean, poor little thing was having anxiety, a little minor panic, like, and I'm like, when she decided, you know what, I'm not so sure on my life back. And I was like, cool. And her senior year is 
been interesting. Uh, but the, at least there's no anxiety happening anymore, no physiological responses of, you know, too much to do. Well, uh, these kids are smarter than us. Yeah, oh, fucking all day. Uh, um, I mean, like, really, like, when we were growing up, like I said, when we were five, like, we were five. Yeah. We didn't care about anything, like, except being five. That's it. That's it. They, well, they have access to our, our kids are like, hey, how are you doing? We can't bullshit them. No. A parent will say, well, don't you know this does this? And they just thumb that thing, Google it real quick and go, you're full of shit. And their head, they're like, yeah. they're lying. <laughs> all, all these kids are lawyers. Yeah. They're negotiating, especially <laughs> the girls. You know, girls are negotiators. <laughs> Hardcore. Like yeah. they're cute. Like my the son, my son, you're like, no. No, because he's a guy, you know, miniature guys. You're like, it's easy. Daughters, it's different. Uh, yeah. The yeah. little daughter does the look, the head tilt. You, you know. <sighs> okay. And the ass, yeah. Yeah. It, gets, it still gets me. She's 18 in like It'll, three days. It will forever get you. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It, it, it'll never change. Yeah, well, I think we kind of encouraged it and influenced the, those girls that broke our hearts that looked at us and winked a couple times and said the same thing. We're like, okay. And then, oh. Damn. Yeah, we're perpetuating that. Well, look, with my son, I tell him, trust your mother. You know, <laughs> she'll she'll tell you a better opinion. Yeah. Daddy, you know, I'm old. You know, I'm getting older. Like, I'm not going to be investigating like mom will investigate. Yeah. No, you I know, was, I was the crazy investigator. I was the one that was like, where? Who? Yeah. Oh, okay. well, oh, that daughter. Yeah. Different. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's... They got, oh yeah see now they you know it's like you got trackers you're like okay i can't be super crazy but you want to you think about it <laughs> i showed up a few times just to let her know that i could come out of nowhere that i might be there and i just kind of smile or walk by back when she was younger and she'd be like oh what the f-? like what are you doing here and i'm like nothing and i would cruise by but i wouldn't say anything i just keep going you strike that fear in them because then she'd tell me sometimes she'd come home at like she was about 13, 14, about five years ago. She'd look around and be like, I was looking around for you. I was like, I swore you'd show up. <laughs> and I'm like, that's what I wanted. Well, that's what you got to do. That yeah. is exactly what you got to do. You just got to get a strike every once in a while just to remind them. Yeah. I and wouldn't have to do anything. I'd just come out like, yeah, that's, hey. it. that's it. She's like, what the heck? I did it at a football game. It was funny. She, her mm-hmm. first football game to go to as a high school ninth grader. <laughs> You know that, right? That's can be yeah. trouble. Uh oh. You know, yeah, new city, whatever. She's a good girl, but I had to go anyway. But I just stay back. She hung with her friends, did a good thing, and uh, I'll just I'll be honest because the story is kind of funny. Um, I re- I responded because some kid that was maybe half her size, she's tall for her age, and uh, grabbed her arm and tried to force it to put it around him, like give me a hug. Right. And I was probably twelve feet away, man. And about the time I saw the grab, I made a beeline and i was working out a lot i was doing dumb stuff lifting too many weights so i let's just say i was 240 <laughs> and i'm walking really fast and i'm covering 10 yards real quick about the time he's kind of trying to scoot in under her arm and she's pulling her arm back i kind of cut between the two of them i just bumped the kid on a full run or a full walk and he just poof, he goes about a good four or five yards backwards right kind of just stumbles back and i turn around and go excuse me and i look at, at morgan and morgan's like looks at me kind of smiles and i just keep walking and she had no fucking idea I was there, man. And then I heard in the background, like her other friend go, is, is that your dad? <laughs> Morgan was like, yep. And I'm like, yeah. Did that in ninth grade. And I just kind of would, yep, just so you think about it. That little party you went to, you know, I never would. As she got older, I, I, I didn't pop well, up. I think our goal is dads with daughters. You, you just say, 
them to trust you enough to tell you when it's important. That's the fucking biggest key, bro. That's it. Like, if you don't want to tell me about the romance and the flowers and, oh, he wants to take me, I get it. You can tell if you if you tell me, I'm still going to listen because, yeah. you know, they're your kid. You know what I mean? Like, they may think that as a guys, we don't want to hear it, but we do. If they're going to talk to us, we're going to listen. Yeah. Have, oh, has, has your daughter ever talked to you and you're like, nah, get out of here. I don't want to see you. No, I stay in. I'm right there. We're in. So it doesn't matter what they want to talk about. No, she would come home from school because I work from home, podcasting, writing, et cetera. And she would come home from school and it'd be an hour or two of us just talking from universe to multiverse to God knows what we talked about. And I mind you, she just was stalling not to do homework. And I knew that, but I would still take the hour or two and just dive into all things life until eventually she would go, I really have to do homework. And I would go, okay. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like when the Jehovah's Witness knock on the door, I open the door and get in depth. I'm like, well, tell me about this. Now, t- how many long, how long ago, man, they do that. They come by three or four times during the week. We keep getting in depth. Eventually, they stop coming by. They just, I can't talk to the dude anymore. <laughs> so I just, I would do that with the mortgage. You come home in the afternoon, man, two hours deep. She's like, I'd actually rather do homework now after <laughs> an hour or two. Well, well, it's like you want to search. It, it's just life. It's just how I am about life. I want to know about all types of random things. Yeah. How things work. Yeah, her, especially her little mind. Whenever, right. You know. So, right. So, so it comes to my kid where I feel like I have all the control again to find out. Yeah, I want to find out. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And I think you're right, man, because I, I tried my best to to try to say, look, you know, my point was like, try, just don't lie to me. If it involves this, this or this, you know, if it's sex, if it's physical scare, if it's somebody's hurting you, you know, or, or even drug you, something like that. If it's that, most than likely you're going to be fine. You just bring it to me. We'll figure that stuff out. These aren't things that you get punished for in a sense, right? But I tried educating and, like you said, show them, right? And you said, take it on NASA, take it on a thing. Oh, man, I, I was showing, going to say, hey, look, this is what this is. This is what this does to you. Not just going, don't because I said. Well, yeah, that's what, that's what it is. It's like anything they'll tell us, we've seen and heard before. Oh, yeah. You know, that's why I tell them, like, I'm on your side. Yeah, like no matter what they do, I would you would sit behind them. Yeah, I mean I'd agree with what they did. Yeah, you, you know I probably you know if they committed a crime, I still sit there. Yep, I'd still love them. They'd be found guilty. I mean, why would you punish me because I love them? I'd still tell you they're guilty myself. Yeah, if if it was laid out, you, you know what I mean. Like yeah. I can't control behavior. Like sometimes like that's why I think as parents, we go too far. Like, you know, they try to, you know, feel too much of what their kids are about to do. Yeah. Like I can't control that. Like I, you fill the backpack up and they go for their hike. Yeah. If they don't don't come back to the station to fill up again, what am I supposed to do? It comes to a point they get to an age. They have all the controls in the world. Yeah. That's true. There's so many parents that do it's organized play dates um, you know, structure, they tell them they need, you know, get in. I mean, if school isn't boring structure enough, it's involved in this activity, this activity, keeping them busy, not allowing them to even be a kid, be freely open or even risk it. I remember shit. There's not a chance in hell parents. I mean, some may, I mean, when we were younger, it would be just go off. Somebody have a go-kart maybe, and it would take a fishing pole or two and maybe a football or something to throw. And we would just go into the woods all day. We'd fish at Lake Olympic. We'd drive mm-hmm. around just, we'd eat lunch from the trees and it would be like, all right, we'll, we'll come home. And 
no fucking way parents doing that today. It did start to get to a point where our parents wouldn't let us go unless we had a group because there was homeless issues yeah. starting to happen as we got older. But today, you know, there's none of that shit. Oh, man, I remember being a kid and we just get a stick and rope and a hook and bread. <laughs> yeah, just fish that way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah like we dug a, we'd spend a, a weekend digging a hole just to see how dig we how far we could <laughs> dig a damn hole. Yeah, yeah. I'm old now, man. We sound like those people. Yeah, no, but you know, <laughs> hey, you know what it is? What it is. I still enjoy the young stuff. You know, yeah. they call these millennials lazy. I'm like, hey, they can order food on their phone. I don't blame them. Yeah, I don't think they're that lazy. I think uh, it's hard to stimulate them. It's hard to give them something that keeps uh, a lot. Do have the attention span of a fucking gnat, though? I mean, for real. It's just like what hmm? you lose them if you you can lose them like this. Well, I mean, look how much information they're exposed to constantly. Yeah, I don't think our, our even as adults, I don't think our psyche is ready to be exposed to so much knowing of what's happening all at once. No, man, there's so much things coming from all types of directions. Like yeah. you know, like now life is about you get so much information, you now have to figure out what you don't need. Right. You know, it's almost like sports. You know, as now dissecting stats, you know, it's like now, you know, when you're looking at and you're evaluating teams, they have millions of stats. Yeah. But, you know, wins and losses are important. You know, football turnovers are important. It's too much. Like, like, but there's lots of other stats I could tell you, but they don't matter into the real. That's life. Like now you have to people get caught up on the wrong information. Now takes them down this direction. I get caught in those holes of what they believe and get wrapped in rabbit holes and conspiracies too. Well, and, but that's that social media fire. Like they, they pick something and they ride with it in a direction mm, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. And there's, well, I can also see why a younger generation would go, there's so much information. I'm fucking turning it all off. So they don't engage in anything with love or compassion. Or they just go, I don't care about any of it. I don't care if it's corrupt. I don't care if I'm lazy. I don't care if eating this is unhealthy. I don't care if staring at this matters because they've all told me this. And this is kind of a lie. I can Google something to argue anything you tell me. So frankly, I'm fucking out. And I mean, you can, I can get how a young mind would just say, ah, I'm out. Let's make some emo music and take too many pills. You know, I can see where that would happen because of the exposure of just fucking too much. It seems like the world's fucking ending. If you don't know any better as a kid and you skim through news or the social media in the right context, you would be like, we're all dying. It doesn't fucking matter. Uh, just live you and be you. You're a star. Remember Y2K? Yeah. Y2K was crazy. Yeah, I mean, we thought everything, the computer was going to crash. Like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. For a few people. I know a few people took that shit far. They drove to other places. They had doomsday shit all packed up, bug out bags and 80,000 rounds of ammunition. People were getting serious. I mean, it, it happens all the time. Yeah. And then it blows over and we move on to something else. Yeah. And then I think they, I think at that mind though, because at least we have a long, longer experience to be able to say that, well, they threaten this at Y2K, right? But you're looking at a kid who's maybe 13, 14, yeah. didn't understand or see this. So they're saying, oh, this is ending. The nuclear war is going to happen or well, AI is going to take us over. Uh, something's ending anyway. And this huge revolutionary push, I think. But I do think uh, this is actually going to be one of the, some part of my rampage I was going to talk about, but um, I wonder that if maybe the young, the newer generation now, not so much the millennials, but younger, uh, 
there's a real lack of struggle, if you will, unless you push back against the resistance or the man per se, uh, or find a way to be offended. And because there's less struggle in the growth of maybe childhood development, whatever it is, the, they create the struggle by through creating the offense. I've been offended, so now I have the struggle. Because I think I think humans need struggle resistance to be able to grow, to flourish. We need that 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 resistance. And if we don't have the struggle, I think maybe the younger generation, you know, I think they create their struggle because they don't have much of one. Well, to your point, except lot, the man. The man is the right. serious struggle. Well, to your stuff. to your point is too many times we're trying to save the people in the system of this game. Mm -hmm. What we need to do is change the system. See, for example, if I just go to a poor area and if you just say, all right, it's the majority Latino black that are poor. And we just save this area. We're just like, okay, we'll just get you guys out of there. Well, the same buildings are there. They still suck. And you know what I mean? Like, you (laughs) know, we got to change the system. So it doesn't replace. Yeah. It's not saving people from a system and then giving them the leg up that the other people had in the broken right. system, but eliminate the system and build, I would agree with you, and build like, something that... Like, like people want to get rid of welfare, right? Mm-hmm. How about, just think about the things you can buy on welfare. You can buy your Halloween candy. I can buy big bags of Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. Why? Yeah. So you're telling me you would get rid of welfare as a whole, but instead, wouldn't you just look at what they allow you to buy? Yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, that, that's insane. Yeah. You can buy all the candy you want. You can buy all the soda you want. Yeah, anything you want for the most part. But what do people tell you they're mad at people buying? Lobster, steak. The good shit. And I'm like, but but at the same time, we live in Florida. Why is it good? I could just go out in the water. (laughs) Go get it. Who who told me that lobster was good? Some restaurant that charges you a hundred dollars? Oh, it used to be a avoided food, man. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't you didn't touch it. But I mean, this is food that just like if you saw a cow, like why is it why is the cuts of a cow more? No, it's just that restaurant making money. Yeah, it's the demand of whatever's happening I, as so, a whole. Yeah, so I'd rather you, hey, if you like seafood, spend all the money you want on seafood. But you can buy Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> have uh, have you heard of uh, Universal Basic Income? They, uh, mm. I, I, I kind of entertain it. I, I think about it for a second. Now, I don't think uh, 100% of the people would follow suit. Right. But I do think a majority would. And I think about if the majority did that, that economic stimulus or inspiration to others, that freedom to do so if the basics are covered, uh, I, I entertain oh, it. Okay, so I've been thinking about As this. opposed to the broken system well, well, now. That's I've been not thinking about automation a lot. Okay. So my problem with it, again, is the system. So here's how the system is being set up. So Amazon, Walmart are building these robots in their factories. Yeah. And they're putting it to use in their factories, mm-hmm. right? So they own them, correct? Well, if you want that universal, is it um, universal basic it, income? Okay, if that if if I, you want me to believe that will really work, this is what you do: you make people make robots and sell it to the families. Sell the robot to the family. So, well, so say I could have some money and I could afford a doctor robot, but yeah. I'm just more one with no degree, but I got money. Yeah. That would be cool because now I can lease to businesses my robot. Uh, then they represent me, Marwan Industries. Yeah, don't think that the robot doctor ain't far away. Either. No, no, but what I'm saying though is see if we allow the corporations to own the robot, 
they're just going to replace us. And now you want me to trust that they're going to give me money back because I saved the money. Mm -hmm. But if you give me the labor, like I said, I can buy like the companies. You have to sell me robots instead of giving it to factories, sell it to people. So now, you know, you have Lowry Industries. Uh, you got a little money. You want a doctor robot, an engineer robot. Well, mm. you don't got no money. So you got a janitor robot. You got a, this robot. Yeah. And you just had them working and get. Interesting. Because now the power is back in people making a little money. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Dude, I saw this fucking uh, thing on YouTube, this damn machine uh, that was sorting through ripe and unripe tomatoes at a fucking frequency that was ridiculous and accurate. It didn't miss. It was just like fucking real speed. A human couldn't do that shit if it fucking tried. There's no, and it just continuously would sort that. I'm thinking, man, it won't be long before maybe people would trust the computer who you tell your your uh, symptoms to, and then it processes through the algorithms of the books of what you do, of textbook, of this, <laughs> you know, and it is the damn robot doctor. Well, well, we have no choice. It's going to happen. Like, it's going to be cashless. It's going to happen. I'm a cash person. I like cash. Yeah. I like touching it. You know what I mean? Like, I like it in my pocket. Yeah. But they try to eliminate it. Yeah, it's trying to go away for sure. Right. So, I mean, it is what it is. I'm just going to have to suck it up one day. The, the bills will be gone. Like, you'll just have, like, souvenirs. Like, God, it's changing in such a short period of time, man. It's like uh, from what it was to what it used to be to where, I mean, one little invention can turn everything into something else and so uh sometimes i do step back and go just 50 years you know what what is it what's the application and it feels like we're still running on archaic systems or archaic veins or muscles inside of something that's evolving we're we're changing so much on the outside in so many ways we're growing even together but then we're like held together the infrastructure of this is so fucking archaic that it, it, it the truth is that it really doesn't have any real consistency it's not going to stay held together without that you know you're right so i mean like but that's the way we're going the world is just they're going to force us eventually yeah you know it's like i get mad going down the highway because i'm like why don't you just make people have e-passes you you obviously don't want yeah. us to have told people. I'm waiting for the automated cars. I can't wait. Who are you telling? I hate driving. Oh, fuck. If I could chill and just get it, that's 30 minutes a day or wherever and no traffic. Plus, you're not going to have more than likely the moron that, that does do the oops. I mean, the computers seem to work a little better. Yeah, oh, yeah, that would be great. Listen, I'm all about the technology. You're right. But, you know, the mix of humans and the robots is kind of scary yeah like the variables start going can't have override yeah. once the computer's driving you can't be like oh this fucking computer and yeah. override that shit yeah yeah no i don't trust can't do that no no but I, i'm down definitely down for those changes for sure uh if we even why don't we just go all the way and get get our teleportation shit going but listen i mean at this point the only thing i'm not doing is going to mars you can no. say i'm not leaving yeah no i'm not i don't no, do heights well yeah, no. Don't do heights well. I don't like it on, was it Planet Earth on the, the Nat Geo? It looks great on TV. That scares me. Like, I don't, <laughs> like. I love that primal shit. As long as I'm not, man, I, I had an issue. I got, uh, I got elevation sickness, man, out out uh, west. Uh, I'm like 11.5. It wasn't even that high, but I did it like 30 minutes. from like 6,000 to 11,000. Yeah. And, man, then when I played Frisbee afterwards for like two hours, really hardcore Frisbee, yeah. man, and dude. I was like, fucking kill me. Yeah. Fucking five days altitude sickness, brother. Holy 
shit. <laughs> it's the worst fucking. It, it's a. It's like having the bins from diving. Like your head is about to explode or implode. You have fish eyes. You're del- like I'm delusional. I can't really remember stuff. Uh, I, I'm kind of mixed up with where I'm going. If I start moving at all a couple steps, my heart rate gets rapid as fuck. You get out of breath for no reason. I mean, and you. So I used to say it's like uh, standing on the edge of a cliff. You just did a rail of fucking the rawest fucking blow in your life, but you're hungover, hungover from last night while you have the flu, and that's that's what it felt like for five days. I was like, "Fuck this altitude sickness shit, man." So now I'm like, "How tall is it?" Before I go anywhere, I'm like, "Where are we hiking? Where, where would it?" Be? Nah, I'm like, nah well, not see, quite I, yet. I haven't I haven't had that experience, but I mean, my kids were in Smithsonian Aerospace. okay that's one of my favorite parts oh i love it well they have this one of these satellite things in the middle and of course my kids want to walk around it and you know it's like if i stand with my shoulder on it it, that rail is probably right to my knees yeah so you know and i'm terrified and they're like they want to walk around they're just walking around it and i am peeled back sliding across they're laughing at me like i have no shame like yeah, I'm not gonna be. T- I will let you know I'm terrified of this height. Yeah, but you know I, I sucked it up. I, I, you know, Daddy did it, but I was terrified. Yeah. They know it, dude. I, I had a but, thing. Uh, I witnessed a bridge crash that was pretty bad, yeah. I, and so I started having this thing with bridges driving across them, right? And especially there's a bridge in Tampa, the Skyway Bridge. That's 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 fucking terrifying. I think it even collapsed at one point in corners. People fell off, and uh, another bridge I witnessed wasn't that one, but. Uh, so I, I had a thing with bridges for like a year or two. This is a while ago. Right. And I got tired of feeling that way, man. Now I don't recommend this. If anyone listening, please don't do this at home. I don't recommend this for treating anxiety or fears of any sort. This is not medical advice. Please do not try this at home. I was stupid. Um, it worked, but it was stupid. Uh, I ate about four or five grams of mushrooms, waited for it to kick in at night. And then I drove across the Skyway Bridge <laughs> and I just was intense and sweaty and palm knuckles. And I got through it and then went back the other way and had all kinds of revelations and shit. And then I'm like, this ain't shit. And I was it done. I was done. Right. Well, see, that's, oh, I have a theory. I'm terrified of heights. So, you know, and I'm like, man, if I can skydive, cool. will, will that cure me? <laughs> Same, yeah. I have this thought because I'm like, well, this is the ultimate. Yeah. If, I, go, could, if well, I could survive this, like when I'm doing something else, like standing on a balcony, yeah. like it won't make my knees. I'm shake. not skydiving, but I watch. I'm not going to do it. But, <laughs> my, but you see what I'm saying? <laughs> How about this? You know, like to be some medical person, I'll get somebody and I'll test the theory out. I'll just find people scared that will do it. Yeah, I mean, you know. it worked. For, I mean, yeah. look, a little anxiety I was going through a couple of years ago or a year ago, you know, changing my life, a big thing happening. And uh, when I was going through some of those issues, what I felt like I really just kind of took on more where I was like, all right, if this is bothering me, you know what I should do? I should get rid of all of my stuff and drive across the country and live over there. And, you know, I put myself like that, like you said, like you thought, I'm going to go skydiving if heights are an issue. Heights are still an issue, bro. <laughs> I climbed, still did the thing. I rode the fucking thing. I've been at heights and stuff like that. And uh, I, I still, I'd rather not be up there in some place of vulnerability of leaning over. You know, I can be up. I'll climb something, but yeah, I, I don't have anything to prove. No, you're right. But I, mean, I just, you know, it's like that deep thinker thing. You know what I mean? Like you're out there, you think all this crazy shit and you think it'll work. Yeah, but I'm not gonna try it. Like, yeah, I know. it's like most of those, you know, smart doctors that do all these experiments. Like most of them don't do what they're asked 
you know, to others. Yeah. So, you know, hey, that's what I was thinking about, but I don't think it'll work. Yeah. I don't know. No. The bridge thing worked for me, but the heights thing, I still kind of go, like, I'll fly. You know, I don't have an issue with heights when I'm flying. I have right. an issue with the logic of the airplane itself when I'm flying. I'm, I typically am flying in the airplane going, I don't know, round metal aluminum thing, the weight, the height thing. That itself bothers me. <laughs> it's being locked in this aluminum tube. You know, God knows how high I am at the, at the point. Uh, now, now, mind you, give me a, a Hawaiian sling or a spear pole and put a few sharks around, but a nice big grouper and I'm going to spear it. I'm going to spear that without a problem. Uh, I'll, I'll go take the boar with a knife if I need to, or I'll shoot it more than likely up close and personal, or I'll lobster and I'll shoot hogfish around barracudas. No issue. No issue. You put me on the Orlando Eye and that Ferris wheel, you let me spin <laughs> on top of that motherfucker and that shit breaks down. I may have to attempt Spider-Man shit to climb down out of that motherfucker. Hey, listen, that thing is like slow torture. It's, oh, did it's you like, do it? Oh my gosh. So, so you listen, you know, <laughs> you fucking did it, but you got a problem. Ice, you did it. Terrified. You, have you ever been on it? Hell no. Oh man, I did it. Listen, so slow. Like you're growing up and as soon as you start seeing the horizon, because I'm like, normally I try to center myself and I'll just look down. You can't look down. There's glass everywhere. There's no looking away. No. <laughs> you're no. saying it lost. You're like, no, it's, you're okay. Yeah. You know, you're just terrified. Just how long did it take you to go all the way around? It's like 30 minutes. Fuck. If you got an issue with heights, that's certainly with glass floors and glass everywhere. Never again. No. Well, I mean, I probably would do it again. Well, there's part of your research there. If yeah. heights would have helped. Yeah, that would have worked. Yes, skydiving. You may just pass out mid jump <laughs> and just be out. And you just head flopping and skydive, no resistance. <laughs> that probably would be true. <laughs> I ain't doing it, man. I'm not. I'm, oh, no. Listen, I'm not doing it. Oh. Yeah. Right now, there's people listening and they're like, you pussy. Right? Yeah, that's I, all right. A video. I game. wouldn't use that word typically. I said it because the person calling me that would say it. So mm-hmm. just don't email. The, the, the video game. Just looking at the heights on a video game would bother me. You've seen those. those one of those kids finally fell, man. I was sad as fuck. Those videos where they walk on like the buildings yeah. and shit, man, I, that's hard not to get vertigo even watching those I, kids. I, but, dude. but why? Right? Why? Right. I ask these kids like, why? Yeah. I mean, me. I'll, if if everybody just know if you see a photo of me like that, it's Photoshop, green screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no. There's no way in hell you would get me like that. Riding the unicycle across the thing no, and then no, hopping no. it from the yeah. God, no. just thinking about the watching that guy hop that unicycle across on the bridge, I kind of exactly like I'm like, why? Yeah, I don't. Uh, there's also like a thing. I want to say it's Russia, Russia, Germany. I don't know. It's like a thing on lunch break to do like something to get your adrenaline hype, like building jumping or climbing high. Uh, they have a word for it. I can't remember what it is. So I might have to Google that shit if we if we only had a device where we could Google. Oh. But, so, but it's apparently like a thing. I was like, well, yeah. all right. They get intense. I think that's where these kids, some of them are really originated from that side, doing from Russia or somewhere like that. Yeah. But, man, I I get worried that that inspires other kids, right? Because the videos, the downloads, the likes become so important that, I mean, you see people doing risky shit to try to get a video or a selfie even. You see there's videos of people doing selfies, getting hit by cars, doing crazy shit, man. And I don't know, you watch those videos and hope some young kid's not like, oh, I'm not afraid of heights. I'll climb up to the fire escape to the top of the whatever. Well, meanwhile, the problem is, you know, they're getting rewarded. Like, that's 
that's what we have. They get rewarded. Like companies will pay. Somebody pays them something. It may be a little bit of money. These are kids. They don't care. Maybe yeah. A couple hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Anything like that. I mean, yeah. social media itself is a wired dopamine. I mean, it's a system feeding dopamine and, and reward anytime you want. And it's like being in the hospital and just hit the button when you need the when you need to feel good, hit the button. So you can tap the Facebook, go to it, go to the Twitter, get the likes, the retweets, the loves, get those things right. Then you're like, oh, dopamine receptor, reward, reward, reward. You're good. And you get so rewarded easily all the time and flooded that the sunset or something nice happens and you're like, I don't give a fuck. It doesn't feed the dopamine, you know, typically like the, you know, 2000 likes does. Well, you're right. Or it could go the other way. When we, when we, people dislike what we do, they get really angry at them, mm. you know? Yeah. And they change their real life from social media. Yeah. And there's definitely a, a separation too, because you, oh man, oh, I do have my notes. Um, talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. Uh, I'm bringing up the notes. I haven't done an Adam's Rampage. So I got tons of notes. It's backfire. It's backed up to where it's crossed over. But uh, I kind of wrote these down. And uh, do you remember uh, Shane Quinn? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It yeah. was him and I talking, and he mentioned this and uh, wrote it down. Kind of a connection where millennials know how to create a brand, but can't live it. This life is a brand generation watching rich create their own drama because they have none. So the generation becomes so offended by everything because there is no resistance, no struggle. That's what I added to it. So the struggle is created. Offense becomes the struggle. And that point that he pointed out or that he said was that they know how to live a brand. They can create an image. They get they get this. They're in. and, And well, I guess you beat up with the idea of creating your brand, but not about really living it. They know how to shape it in a way. But really, you know, the, the, the things to post about now would be connectedness and yoga or, um, you know, the, these things. They know how to post it, shape the brand of, the, of who they are. But really, when it comes to looking people in the eye, listening, talking, being active like you are, going in the community, doing something, dropping them off, man, uh, it's, it's sometimes. Well, you know, the problem we have is when we were growing up, when I said like when we were five, we were five. What I meant by that was, is that we, we were taught our superpowers. Mm. You know, we were, we, you know, we still had superpowers when we were born, just like these kids. It just came out a little different. Like yeah. we just, we enjoyed our moments. Like every moment was enjoyable. Like first grade, second grade, like we just got to enjoy it. And as we got older and older, we got our superpowers. Mm. These kids come up from the womb. Knowing everything, so it's the knowledge. Of, you're, you're talking about the superpowers for what we knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. What they know. Yeah, yeah. That, that's their super. Their knowledge. Oh, mm-hmm. They they know they're in, they're intellectual. So basically, these kids they know more than us. So basically, you're just trying to harness it. You're like, hey, 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 hold on. Like when you get this old, you get to do this, and you know. But they're like two talking about, hey, but where are you going? Why can't I get this? That's not fair. Like you're two. Because of the knowledge, they're they're taught at a younger age to either question the authority, realize there's multiple rules, multiple ways, everything open. It is. I, th- I like your idea of you're really kind of holding them back long enough to go, yeah, you can't do that quite yet. Not, we get it. It does exist. Don't you know that food and how did it, I mean, you do see the kids lecturing the parents about what's happening in the world or what is or isn't. Well, look, look at like Facebook. Like even if you, you know, you look at Zuckerberg and he builds this thing he he just knew how to build it yeah. he didn't know how to run it he didn't know how to make money 
Yeah. He had to he had to get help just to make himself some money. He just knew how these kids know how to build systems. Yeah. They just don't know what to do. Like Uber, it starts out there suit getting sued by everybody left, right, do, doing this, and then it'll hone in and then you know, eventually that idea will have to work, regardless how people feel, because that's futuristic. Yeah, as that's, long as their attention span of a gnat doesn't walk them away from the idea. Right. But e- but even if it's not Uber, it's another company, that system mm-hmm. is gonna stay in place. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah, here to stay. Yeah, there's I think they do Uber planes. I think I was talking the other day about doing Uber helicopters. I mean, imagine you just fucking call one and get one to come pick you up somewhere if it's that easy on the phone. I mean, that that kind of delivery of of people, man, that may be the automated cars to where they say you don't buy cars anymore to where you just get picked up by the Ford uh, version of uh, Uber. Well, I'm just saying, even if there was a private jet Uber, right, where people that you could just book a seat, right, and and all that, we would all just use it. We don't, you know, as long as that person's qualified legally, you know, like that's what we do because we're consumers. We yeah. just want prices like it's true. <laughs> like we want to travel. We want to do things. And it costs an arm and a leg just to get across our own country. And then you go yeah. to Europe and they're going to different countries for peanuts. Yeah. Super. I mean, God, the, Rick Scott here in Florida could have did the the damn uh, the light rail, at least. I mean, yeah. fuck, man, that have been uh, I imagine you could watch a go to something in in the afternoon in Miami and then or in the morning from Orlando the afternoon right. in Tampa that evening in Miami and right. back to Orlando before the day's over. Right. Right. I mean, God, to say no to kind of mass transport like that, I I hope Elon Musk shit works out, man. He's trying to do that fucking hyperloop. Yeah, forty five minutes L.A. to New York. From- listen, I'm listen, I'm all for everything. I'm just not the first rider. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you know, I'll be there ride. We'll celebrate a thousand. Let's let it work out a little bit. That's true, man. Imagine that kind of speed, that kind of distance. But I'm all for it. Yeah, 45 minutes, but Elon needs to ride first. Yeah, I mean, look, if they make the uh, RoboCop body and my head could get on it, like, I'd be (laughs) a candidate when I'm dead. Like, what am I going to do? What do I care? Like, all I'm going to ask them is, do I get to know that I'm in the RoboCop suit? That's funny. That's it. Like, what do I care? Like, I'd be dead. Like, so... (laughs) You know, I don't think I'll be around to see the technology of eternal life. Like, we're not on that one. You know, but well, there, uh, there's a documentary called Immortals that's out. Uh, Aubrey de Grey talks about it. I write about it in my book, too. Um, what's the date? It was, it's, I want to say it's 2050 or maybe 2150 that they may think that they can push their mortality. Look, I don't, I'm not so sure they're on point, but they're thinking about being able to upload consciousness and upload our subconscious into a computer and then download this into something. I'm like, man, you got a lot, a few more lines to cross other than just somehow uploading well, consciousness perfectly. Well, I mean, look, you it's know, it's a great documentary. I mean, but hey, look, I'm like, look, as long as you're not killing me and I just died naturally, however my life is going to live. Yeah. I don't care what you do with the body, conscious. If you're smart enough to capture whatever you just said, go ahead, capture it. Yeah. I'm gone. Like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? That's the end of my life. I would have been officially dead. If you could get immortality, would you take it? It, You could be any age. Any age, yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Why not? You would? But I, well, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd be older. 
Like, if you asked me when I was younger, I would pick a way younger age and I've learned that no, there's nothing wrong with being 30, you know what I mean? Like, or, you know, older age, 20, 26, you know, oh, you know what I mean? Like, before you'd be like, no, man, I'm gonna be 21 and young and fun. That would suck. Yeah, you'd be a fucking idiot. Yeah. So, yeah. what age, if so, I wouldn't take immortality, per, not currently. Well, not, well, not, not, not well, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, it depends on what, you know, because I don't think I get to see that option. So, you know what I mean? So, because like I said, I'm not going first. These yeah. things gotta, you know, they have to be more normalized. Yeah. So, so think, yeah, yeah. Hyperloop a goat, and then make somebody else, you know, live a little longer than yeah, you tell me. Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna read it. I'm curious. Model three, maybe. Yeah. I'll give it a rule. I'll give it. A, I'll give it a go. Yeah. I'm just, just not going to Mars. Yeah. I don't even get the LASIK shit. No, the see, shit for the eyes. I won't do it. I know. I can't. Uh-uh. I, I didn't want to put a laser. Remember when they made CDs? Nobody really knew that after like so many years, the CD just died. Yeah. Every, all the information on it just, just goes away. And so I was like, laser disc, CDs, this thing, you want to beam in my eye and then for a while. And then what if after like, what if, you know, 40 years of shelf life and everybody got it done, you just go blind immediately after some 40. I'm like, fuck that. I don't care how bad they are, man. I got two of them and they work right now. You beam some shit in my eye. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm now not ever getting LASIK. <laughs> I mean, think about it, man. No, you're right. I'm like, not risking good. it. Yeah, no, I wear glasses. But, you know, I hate all these people that don't need glasses to step up the game. So they make people that do wear glasses be forced to buy all these frames just to feel like. I squint. <laughs> there we go. I make the squint fit. What no, you say? Well, you know, they got sales. I mean, like this. Yeah. Yeah. No. Man, I got to wrap this up, man. I got to go to fusion i gotta i'm actually way late i'm supposed to be there at 7 30 man i do uh kickboxing with jt uh up at fusion xl you know those guys right you yeah. know all those dudes julian and jt and edwin yeah 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 yeah, yeah I, actually, I, I actually went up there before yeah mm-hmm. and i stopped by there with a friend by accident yeah we're, we started a, a new show well the first show that we're gonna do is thursday the 20 um wait it's wednesday the 27th right now it's Thursday, I think, is what I set it up for. I promoted it, but uh, or the 28th, maybe. Could be tomorrow, actually. Um, yeah, we're going, uh, it's called The Fight Life. We're going to broadcast live from Fusion and uh, talk to the fighters, talk to people that are fighting for their life, that are there working out, trying to get in shape, uh, and kind of share the stories of real fighters that are you know, trying to do it for a living, coaches, uh, wives of fighters, uh, boyfriends of fighters. And uh, just have fun on uh, doing that live. Probably do it once a week up there. Oh man, that's awesome, dude! This shit. When where do you? you well, don't say on air where you, where you live. But are you too far from here? No, I'm actually right by that gym. Oh, that's fucking sick. Yeah. So just come over now more. All right. We'll fucking hang out and do podcasts, man. Just, Next yeah. time we have a fucking beer, we can hang and, and chat for hours. I was oh. supposed to bounce out of here earlier, but I appreciate you sharing. I love sometimes when I guess what we're gonna talk about and I put it on the thing and we write up and you know advertise who's coming on what we chat about and by the time we're done at the end yeah yeah no that's well that's me it's gonna be everywhere so i I just go with the flow you figure it out i fucking love it man (laughs) well fuck you gotta come over more and hang man um yeah friday night sometimes we just uh say friend fridays man we start a fire out back we play some pool and hang out no man just let me know yeah this weekend actually i'm taking um (laughs) take we're going hunting i uh 
my girlfriend Patricia's going to take one. We're taking her son and my daughter. And uh, a wonderful place, Ross Hammock Ranch. Um, if you ever want to actually hunt, they even got eco tours, even if you don't want to hunt. But beautiful place, 25 square miles over there. Uh, so it's not like some caged in facility, but it's a beautiful place down there, even just to go to relax. But we're going there this weekend. So she's going to yeah. get her, uh, her hunt, and she'll be the one putting meat in the freezer in the house, man. Oh, see, look at that. See, I would suck at that. That is something I would not be good at. I think you'd have fun. I would, I'd have tons of fun. I just don't know if I'd hit anything. That's the key, but I'd have a great time. I think you would. She's uh, she's actually we're going to probably end up doing some tracking and going into the brush. And, yeah, you know, I mean, I'd show up dressed the part ready. <laughs> I just don't know if I'm getting anything. That's about it. <laughs> well, man, now that you're just down the road, man. Yeah. Heck. Come do some more shows and drop by, man. Hey, man, anytime. Anything you want to cover or chat? Where Again, what's that website, bro? Where are you doing all the donating and stuff? Well, donating, you go to uh, donors, donorschoose.org. You know, buy something, pick something buy something. up, hey, take it little, directly hey, to Hey, check it. it out. I mean, it, it gives you an idea. You know, you can go through them. But, I mean, for me, it just, as a private citizen, it gave me a teacher. Like, you know, they sign up for it. They yeah. work, You know, so you could contact that teacher. Directly, so you know exactly who's getting it, exactly who you're donating hey, to. I, yeah, yeah, do whatever you want. Like, talk to people. That's what that's what all I did, you know. Well, as this blows up, and you're going to influence some people to do some more, and as you do more, man, let us know what we can do to help out what you're doing too. But come back and let's chat well, more about well, how Well, when I get. organize a little more, then I'll do it. It's like I said, I just do it by myself, like just random for now. Yeah, for now, that's going to change. Yeah, that's going to change. Yeah, man, I appreciate you coming by, bro. Yeah, man, anytime.